WandaVision recap. I'm here with Alex again. Hello. And so yeah, we're here to talk about episode four. It's the title of it is We Interrupt This Program. And yeah, this is a really intense episode and a lot of people are still talking about it. It's just, it was just like really unexpected in a lot of different ways and we'll get into it. But Alex, what were your initial thoughts about the episode? Um, initially... It was just revealing everything that we saw. And it was just those aha moments. It was like an aha episode where you're like, oh, and like, okay, that makes sense. Like just tying everything together. Mm -hmm. And then just that one part, just Mm -hmm. when we saw Vision. out. I was pretty traumatized. Me too. It was like in the dark with no light. (laughs) And I like jumped. I was like, what the hell is happening? It seriously hit an emotional chord where it kind of puts into perspective what she's actually going through. Mm -hmm. Like what she's putting up, what she's putting herself through just to keep him alive. Like, but he's frigging dead. Like, ugh. Like, the trauma of it, like, you see her trauma through that, like, all the pain she's going through, because, like, and then she, like, looks down, and she, like, kind of touches her head, and she's like, oh, my God, like, that's happening. Yeah. It's just crazy. It was a really but, insightful, but very traumatic episode for me. hmm I agree. I think it was, um, it, it showed a lot of different aspects, and I thought it was interesting that we've been in such a repetitive, like, motion of 50s, 60s, 70s. And then, like, we're not going to the 80s yet. Like, it's like we interrupt this program, literally. Yeah. And we're um, we're going to show you basically everything that's happening so far, like, on the other side of that, which is really cool. And I really appreciated that because then we're kind of like, okay, like, you get to understand how, like, they're trying to figure everything out and they're completely lost, you know? And so I thought, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it because there's so much there. So let's start from the beginning. Um, I thought this was very interesting because we start off with Monica coming back from, they call it the blip. I, I don't like that name for it, like the whole, like the dust thing. They call it the blip, but um, I think this is interesting because we're seeing someone who like isn't an Avenger coming back right away. Like getting that um, other like kind of POV of like what it was actually like for everybody else, like in a hospital when people are showing up four or five years later yes and that was just like scary like that part really got me because we don't really we didn't we haven't really seen a lot of footage of the blip in like these movies not yet i'm guessing like the like the next i don't know if like bucky and winter soldier recover any of that but it was so like interesting to see like everybody in chaos and like thinking like they've been gone for so long and like some of the people are still there. So when he's, when the doctor is like, we don't have capacity for them. It's like, oh yeah, you're right. Because these people were here four years, three years ago, mm-hmm. um, four years ago. So that would make sense that life was just going on and people were in the ho- like hospital already. But I thought that was really scary. Like imagine just showing up and then her mom's not there. That was that- really sad. I cried at that part. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just like, what the heck, like, um, like, she's like, where's my mom, where's my mom, and then the doctor's like, she died, like, three years ago, like, her cancer came back, and I'm just like, this is so sad, and it was Maria Rambo, like, such a pivotal, like, person during, like, Captain Marvel, and, like, she was a founder of S.W.O.R.D., too, and it was just so sad, like, imagine, like, you're going away, but you, like, obviously you can't control that, but you think, like, your mom is, like, clear of her cancer, and then coming back, and she's dead, that was really sad. So, people were talking about how, like, maybe this makes sense why, like, when Carol Danvers came back to fight Thanos, she was, like, in- extremely, like, obviously upset, but maybe there was more to that passion, and it was probably because, like, her best friend died, too. And, like, she, like, didn't get, I don't, I don't know how much time, like, I guess we'll get into that, like, within the next year when that movie comes out, but, like, what was the timeline for them? Like, when she, like, did she stay in space the whole time after, like, Endgame, or, like, what happened? Like, did they reconnect? 
And so that this scene made me want like to know more about that too. Mm-hmm. And I think this, um, the now reality in this, and when we're learning about Monica Rambeau, we're seeing Sword now in the new facilities and everything. I think that's going to lead into the Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and those movies, as opposed yeah. to Wanda's reality. I think we're seeing in the road to um, the new Doctor Strange. So it's they're yeah. telling like probably three different stories at once in this one sitcom Mm -hmm. yeah like it's gonna it's like a bunch of different ways and we're gonna go through all of them that that makes sense they're creating like the paths for each different thing and so um so yeah so we get out of the hospital and okay i i noticed this part i don't know if like you thought anything of it but when she goes to the front desk of the hospital she, like, knocks down that guy, but she, like, knocks him down to the ground. And I was like, that's real. Like, people were kind of speculating, like, does she have powers already? Or? That wasn't really hard. Yeah, I noticed that, too, because I was like, she wasn't running or anything in that scene fast enough yeah. to, like, knock someone down. Yeah. Or maybe she wasn't because he was literally um, materializing at that mm-hmm. moment. So I think it's just, like, she was going at a force and this random wall comes in. So yeah. it could be. But also she is going to get her... I think we're going to see her powers come to fruition in this one. Yeah, I think that radiation is going to affect her. She, like, her. she got her powers from that. But yeah, I was thinking that was like, did she knock down that guy so like quickly? And like, he was like, faloo on the ground. And so I'm like, maybe she just like, is a super fit. But I don't know. But I just like that. That was an interesting thing to note. Um... So now we're going to go, so she goes back to S.W.O.R.D., she goes back to this whole facility, and um, it's like that whole scene where, like, she's trying to use the card, and the guy's like, well, obviously it doesn't work because you don't work here, or, like, being stupid like that. Such a jerk, And yeah. I know, and then that guy comes in. Okay, Director Hayward. Okay, so she goes to the facility, we already talked about that, Um, and so he comes in, Director Hayward, and he's the director of S.W.O.R.D., and so she's meeting with him, and um, we can estimate that it's been, it's going to be, from that point on, it's going to be three weeks. So it's three weeks after the blip from um, when she goes to Westview. So they go, they go in, and he has, like, a project for her, and uh, we see as we're walking down that it's, they see, like, that commemorative, like, um, plaque for Maria Rambeau. And so we see that, and it's, like, super sad again, because you're like, oh, like, what the heck? Like, she's gone. And then they, so I guess what happened was, I guess if the blip didn't happen, Monica would have been the director. And so there's that kind of awkward tension right there. And he knows it, and you totally feel it the way he's treating her. Yeah. And he, like, yeah, there's something really, like, like you said, like, a little bit weird, like, off about him, like... Like, he knows that like, he shouldn't have that position, but he's there. And she, like, says it again, like, acting director or whatever. But I feel like I already get sketchy vibes, too, from him. Like, there's just something about him. And some people were like, maybe he's a scroll or something. But I feel like it's something more sinister. Like, maybe he knows something else. Like, he's working for a baddie or something. Yeah, and there was a shot, too, like, in his office when they're walking there. And I don't know if you saw his frames. Because they're mm-hmm. not usually, like, set up there. It's mm-hmm. like a hexagon. I don't. I didn't ca- catch that, but I'll have to go back and see it. Because I feel like he knows something, and maybe he knows, like, actually what's going on inside of that. Or his, like, he's working for a different, like, company that's bad or something. Like, a new version of Hydra or whatever. Yeah, that part was a little, like, not confusing, but just the way he made it seem like, oh, you're now in the missing persons, and you have to find... But... You would think the, they would have more information on that um, select mission. And he just, yeah. you know, I think he did and he just gave it to her. Like, try to get her out of the way or something. Like, get her up. Like, what if he knew that, like, she was, because she's such a curious person and she knows about, like, her mom was Maria Rambeau, so they've worked with scrolls. Like, they know, like, about space and aliens. I don't know. This is, like, I don't know if this is a long shot, but maybe he knew that she was going to get sucked into that reality. And so, like, he thought of that would be a good way to get rid of her again or something. Like, I could see that happening. I thought that was interesting. So, um, but yeah, so they go in there into, like, S.W.O.R.D. And they bring up, like, this space mission. And a lot of people are thinking that it 
it was Fantastic Four, a Fantastic Four reference. So I guess they said that they went to like space or whatever, um, like a group of people, something happened and people were thinking that it was Fantastic Four, but I feel like it's kind of just such a dismissive little thing that it wouldn't have just, it should have, it would have been more of like a bolder, like bigger statement or something. Um, so I thought that was interesting, but so he, he gives her like this job and he says she's grounded because her, her mom told, said that like, I guess if she came back that like, she needs to be kind of put in check to make sure she doesn't do anything like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so she, um, so kind of like her mom, like gave her like, kind of like a to-do list basically of what she can and can't do when she came back. And so Hayward gives her like this. So he, it's like weird because he says this is a missing persons, um, missing persons case. But like, yeah, like you said, he's very vague about it. Doesn't say much about it. Like, wouldn't you have like wanted to break it down a little more for her before she ended up like going all the way to New Jersey for that? Yeah, I meant like I think he knew the extent of what was going on in a sense. Like already, you know, the fact that kind of fast forward a little bit she meets up with um is it jimmy will she meets Mm -hmm. up with him and already the cops and he's known this for a while like that the cops are denying westview Mm -hmm. and that his partner disappeared yeah so i mean i think he already knew i think it was kind of a setup yeah i can see that being a setup like she literally just got back and you're gonna send her to like this like like, a, I don't know, like, just such a crazy, like, environment where nobody really knows exactly what's going on. I guess she would be, like, the best for the job then. But then for her to, like, be away and, like, with her, like, being gone, like, they're not going to get much information to actually help figure out. And so, yeah, so she goes to, it's Westview, New Jersey. And so, yeah, so she meets Agent Jimmy Wu. And I, I love this guy. I'm glad he's back and... um hope we see more of him. There's, um, oh, okay. There's, I forgot if it's the first or the second. So, um, Scott Lang, Paul Rudd's character, shows him a card trick, and he doesn't know how to do it. And then, like, towards the end of the movie, he, he, like, Agent Wu's learning how to do the card trick. And so in this scene, when he meets Monica, he does a card trick to show his FBI badge. And it's, like, so funny, like, the continuity that, like, Marvel keeps up. Like, he learned the card trick, and now that's how he does it, to show people he's in the FBI. I love that Marvel keeps their inside jokes with mm-hmm. the fans, and the that's really nice. It's a nice touch. It's all the details. Yes, all the yeah. details. Like, they really care about keeping those little quirks and things in there, which is so, like, important, I feel, like, for the storytelling and for, like, yet, like you said, the fans. Because it's not just the big things, but it's a lot of the little things that mean a lot, too. And so he he goes up to her, and then she's he's kind of giving her, like, the breakdown of what's going on. And then um, those two cops are, like, it's, like, the sheriff. The sheriff and, like, his, like, probably a deputy are at, like where Westview is, like, kind of, like, where the sign is, and then, um, Jimmy kind of tells Monica, like, okay, so, like, these people don't think this place is real, or whatever, because he'll, like, they go up to the two cops, and they're, like, they ask about Westview, and they're, like, no, like, there's only an Eastview here, like, there's nothing, we don't know anything about a, a Westview, which is so interesting to think, like, so, obviously, there was, like, a cutoff for, like, people, know about it and like people are in it kind of like it's such an interesting concept that I feel like I I don't understand we're seeing Wanda control I mean it's pretty obvious she's controlling what's inside of you know the hexagon the Mm -hmm. hex and to see these like three cops being like there's nothing in there's no Westview it's Mm -hmm. like how much is she is she even controlling these cops outside of what's going on in there or are they, you know, just something else got them? Or they have, like, a spell under them or something where, like, they, their memory is, like, it's, like, Westview's non-existent. And so it's, like, it's an interesting scene because then you're kind of, like, okay, like, crap, like, they don't, like, there's really something going on here from the outside perspective. Like, people don't know, like, that this place actually exists. But I thought it was interesting, too, and some people had questions about this. Like, how can... So, so I'm skipping around, but so Monica then and Jimmy are kind of talking about like what's going on 
And Jimmy kind of, like, asked her, like, don't you kind of feel like there's something going on? And, like, can't you feel it, too? And it's, like, interesting because, like, how can Jimmy, like, know that? Like, how does he feel it? Like, he's not, he's not, like, a soup, like, he's not superhero, but he has, like, knowledge. Like, he, he's worked with an Avenger. He totally intuitively felt like it doesn't want us to go in there looking for answers. Exactly. And so I was like, maybe that's what makes him special, too. Like, he's always been kind of a cool, special guy. Like, he's just more intuitive, like you said. Um, But it's, like, interesting because, like, how does he know? Like, it doesn't want you to go in there. Like, it doesn't want you to... Like, you know that he doesn't want more people to go in there and kind of figure it out. Like, kind of very weary about it. So the blip happened three weeks before this. So... Like, kind of thinking about it, do the, were these people part of the blip, or were these people protected from it? Like, were, like, how did, like, when Wanda decided to choose the town to take over, did she choose these people, and these people specifically weren't part of the blip? You know? And so maybe, like, even that could be, like, where's Ralph? And maybe, I don't think that's, like, I think Ralph is Mephisto, but, like, for Agnes, like, where's Ralph? Like, maybe people who, like, were part of the blip, um like, didn't get to go in that universe, and maybe all the children were gone in the blip or something. It makes me, like, it makes you think about a lot of these questions, and you're like, okay, I could go on, like, a rabbit trail of, like, all of this. Yeah, you'll go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting to think, like, okay, there was obviously a cutoff of how many people, and, like, it doesn't seem like there's, a, like, it's, like, a full city filled with people, so maybe some people, like, maybe it's just half the population, like, from the blip. I don't know. I'll it's a rabbit trail, really. But uh, but then Jimmy tells her it's it was a missing persons case, but it's turned into a missing town case. And so when Monica's talking to him, she says she infers that the, the missing person was part of the witness protection program. And so then I'm thinking, OK, it has to be someone that was like of importance or like who who was it? And they're not saying names, too. And it's like, why aren't they saying names? And so. That also makes you think. But then I just read something, and I didn't even think about it, um, that people are thinking maybe the person in the Witness Protection Program was um, the dad. It's Michael Keaton's character in Spider-Man Homecoming. Because mm-hmm. he, like, he knows a lot of information about, like, the Avengers and all that stuff, and maybe he was getting threatened too much. and Because like, they're from New York, New Jersey area. So what if it was him that was in um, Witness Protection Program, and he went missing? That's, like, another theory, but I don't, I don't really know. Interesting, yeah. I did, honestly, didn't even catch that the, the person was in witness protection. And so it's kind of mysterious, like, okay, like, is this really important, or is it just kind of, like, a plot to, like, get you to the place, you know? Yeah, I think the most important, like, underlying um, thing that always sticks with me in whatever she's doing the mm-hmm. whole point is to get vision back, I think. So whoever it was was someone that can help her with vision. Like, I think that's just her number one thing. Yeah. Just vision. So why this crazy. town? Yeah, that's like so interesting. But I feel like we're gonna learn more about the specifics about this town, and people are theorizing too that Miss Marvel is taking place in New Jersey. And so people are thinking, like, this is going to kind of lead another, like, doorway to how how are we going to bring up Miss Marvel? But I feel like that's, like, that's far away. We don't have to care about that yet. <laughs> um, and so so Monica takes, like, her helicopter drone and she throws it in there. Um, but then that's the drone we see in that shot, but it's been transformed to look retro. That colorful one from, I think, was the second episode when she sees the helicopter? I think it's right. at the beginning to the second. Okay, yeah. The end of the first, yeah. Yeah, and then she literally, like, touches the energy field, and, like, she just puts her hand, like, a little too far, and it sucks her in, and I guess, like, that's the way I expected it to happen. <laughs> Would you do yeah. that? Would you put yourself through that? No, I don't, because you don't need, I don't know, like, I like the sense of adventure, but, like, the sense of, like, unknown and, like, for real, like, danger like that, I don't think I could do that. Like, it's obviously, like, it's not of this world, so I'm like, oh, shit, like, what is this gonna do? <laughs> I would, like, overthink it, as usual. If it was, like, a portal and you fell, like, 
alright, it's gonna take me to hell, or it's gonna take me some demonic realm, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. But if it's something like a realm, like, okay, kind of like the astrophysics, like something like that, I think I'd do it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. If I knew it wasn't like hell or something, then I would do it. But you never know. I, but yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy, because I'm like, I think in my head I thought like, oh, like, maybe she was there for, like, a week at S.W.O.R.D., and then, like, trying to figure it out with Agent Wu, and then, like, she got sucked in. But it was literally, like, the first hour she was there with him, and she got sucked in immediately. That wasn't even an hour. Just ready to go. So that happens, and then the next scene, we finally see Darcy. And it's, like, so nice to see her, because, like, we have been expecting her, too. And it's really fun to see that. So she's in the car with, like, all those, like, smart people. And she says, like, her, she, she has, like, her field is astrophysics. And so it's really cool because, like, in the first Thor movie, she was a political science major, but she was interning for Jane Foster, who was an astrophysicist. And so it's cool to see, like, obviously with everything that happened with Thor and, like, she's seeing, like, there's other realms and universes that um, the stuff is real. So she pursued it. So it's cool that, like, she's doctor. She's a doctor and she's. She's an astrophysicist, too, which I thought was, like, a cool way to build up after, like, eight years. And so she kind of, like, immediately figures it out, too. Um, she goes into, like, the, the SAR facility. Yeah, she's so smart. And she goes, she gets to the location, and then she kind of realizes that, like, the frequency is, like, I think trying to broadcast something, like something with like the like the light rays, I don't know, all the smart stuff. But then she kinda asks him, like, get me a TV, like get me some vintage TVs. One thing to note is so that she realizes that the radiation, the CMBR, it's a lot. And then that guy is like, Oh, like because she's like, Do you know how much much like radiation is like spewing out or spewing out? And he's like, it's like, it's under control. And she's like, for now. And so that's kind of crazy to think, like, she can break that wall and, like, it'll go everywhere. Like, whatever reality she's, like, created, like, can spread. And the amount of radiation, too. So that's that's also why I think that Monica got her powers from that. Do you think from being in that, uh, in Wanda's reality, that's how she got her powers? I think so. Like, her, like whatever she used to like attack her like her yeah her whatever scarlet witch powers that it it lasted its effect because when you see her um on the ground for that last shot it's still like surrounding her a little bit you still like see like the red like around her do you think that's how her twins are going to get their powers yeah i think so i think she's spewing out like powers onto other people radiation yeah, the radiation. Because it's a lot of radiation, she said. Um, but then we see... So we're in, like, the whole facility, and she's figuring out what she's doing. And so we see get that scene of the, the guy who, who was in that beekeeper suit. And, like, that's... I got, like, Stranger Things vibes from that. <laughs> yes. I really thought it was going to be Pet, Petro. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for him. I just really thought it was. And then I saw it yeah. and I was like... Dang. But yeah, like, so we see him going down there, and then Agent was like, I don't think this is a good idea, because we haven't even gotten our first agent back. Like, that's kind of smart. <laughs> you gotta wait on it. He was kind of, it felt like he was a little reckless with it. Mm-hmm. And impatient. Yeah, that's why I first did, that's when I was like, alright, he's a little careless. Yeah, like, is he trying to get rid of all these people? <laughs> or, like, what is he trying to do? It's like, it's not a smart move just to keep sending people out when you don't know, like, if they're coming back. It didn't show if he came if he went back, huh? It never showed like where he went. I just feel like he's sketchy too. I just I don't wanna trust him. I don't know. <laughs> sorry sorry if you're bad. Um if you're good, sorry, I didn't mean to. But but yeah, so he goes the guy goes through the, the sewer, like the sewage tunnels, um, to like go like get some more like information and and so he that's happening and then he goes back Hayward goes back to like the facility and that's when they see that it's when they, that's when they see what Darcy's done so they have she has like the TV set up and it's literally WandaVision like the show is like on the TV and I thought that was like so cool and meta too like it's literally everything that we're seeing like they're seeing all the shots I thought it it's just like funny cuz like they're just wa- yeah they're watching it like us and then you see what Agent Moon 
and they're kind of like asking questions like is that her and she's like I think so and then they're like isn't Vision dead like isn't that guy dead he's like I thought so or or whatever and so it's fun because they're kind of like us like they're the audience POV that was a really nice Mm -hmm. um switch to like have them be us and experience everything that we're watching Mm -hmm. so that was really cool and confirming that Vision is freaking dead I'm more of like a romantic person definitely so that's why I'm like always stuck on vision but Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like how did she have babies yeah that's I feel like it's on her mind or something but to be able to create you know living having a living organism in your stomach from your powers then she's something else yeah well she's like the most powerful one you know because hers is like a mix of magic too so it's like, how are you going to control someone like that? <laughs> you probably can't, <laughs> which is scary, because then we don't really know how this is going to end up. It kind of reminds me of Star Wars, mm-hmm. how she's like, they're getting her to the dark side. Mm-hmm. If she can't control it, then she's going to be a total monster. Like, yeah, exactly like Rey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so scary, because you don't know their limits, and like... How far are they go? Like, she's gone pretty far. I mean, Vision's dead. Like, is she dragging a dead body around? Yeah. No, she is. I think that's why it was so traumatic. Just, because we're in this happy, happy world. And, like, cute sitcom and everything. And then that part comes on and it hits us. In reality, this guy's freaking dead. Like, we saw his body like this exactly in Avengers. That's what I went through. I was, like, processing his death for, like, the next couple hours. Like, I'm like, he looks so hot like this, but he's dead. It's like half of his head is out of his body. Like, he's dead. Oh, my God. That part, there's, like, nothing there. Which is so, that scene, we'll get into it more, but... Ugh, I just, like, that image is, like, permanently in my head now. Like, I can't get that <laughs> image of him. Oh, it is terrifying. But so, um, so then, yeah, so it's fun to see that they're asking questions that we've been asking. And so, so we get a shot of Darcy writing down things with the TV, like POV, and that's exactly the same shot from that first episode ending. So I was like, oh, because we had some theories on it. We were pretty much right on that. Like, it's probably Darcy. And so we get that confirmation, like it was Darcy kind of like taking notes, trying to figure it out. And then we get to this part where Jimmy's making kind of like a map of everybody because they're trying to figure out, okay, so are these people in the show real people from the town? And so they're putting IDs next to each picture. And it's like super weird, but they, so they, two things. They don't have a ID for Agnes, which I noticed. And then, um, so Dottie's husband is on there with an ID, but Dottie's not on there. And I thought that was also kind of interesting. Yeah, she was, nothing was on there for her. Like, I'm sorry, like, how are you feeling about Dottie? Like, I'm starting to get a little suspicious now. Fred, I don't know. I just, it could be, because I remember you said that you think she's Mephesto. And then there was one part where, um they're starting to see the glitches mm-hmm. so and they're just like who's behind it i don't honestly don't think wanda's behind it there's some there's another power i think something is i'm telling you it's just messing with her mind so whatever or whoever is the antagonist in this one who's doing the editing could be Dottie. Mm-hmm. but then at the same time uh, it's like, that scene was trippy when the blood came out, but then also the other edited part was when they were alone, like, her and Vision or her and Monica. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it kind of, that's my thing. Somebody else is bl- yeah. blipping her. Yeah, blipping her. No, yeah, that, that's because I, I started thinking about her, too, and, like, I guess, yeah, it, it would be, like, I would, I was kind of start thinking, like, maybe she's working for Mephisto or she is Mephisto or whatever, Um, but then it's, it was an interesting part, though, like, during that scene when they were at, like, that little pool thing, that little meeting, and she started asking, like, like, who are you? And, like, asking these questions. So it's, like, maybe she's not really part of it, but she's regaining back more of her reality, you know? Because she had a glitch, and she's starting to realize things. So she's, like, she's not, like, 
bad, but she's she's cracking open that, like, reality. And so, like, maybe now she's, like, more of a threat to Wanda. But, yeah, I was just thinking about that, too. And maybe, like, maybe in, I don't know, like, this is kind of, like, far-reaching, too, but maybe in Wanda's vision, because she's creating it, she has to create her own bad person, like, villain. She needs to create her own, like, ideal... She's creating a world of everything where she can't actually have. She's having it in this. So it's like she wants to befriend Dottie because she's the most she's the key to the town. So it's like, why is she the key to the town? You know, like, why aren't you the key to the town if this is your ideal reality? And so like little things like that, I start like questioning and trying to figure it out. Like, what's the meaning of everything? But I don't know if that would make sense. It that's the little that, I think that's the part where they want us to keep us guessing. Mm-hmm. Where they're not going to, like, give us everything. And it is, like, they're, we obviously, with I think with the expression that Wanda gives, when he is successful in transmitting through the radio, yeah, we see her face and she's just like... Like, what the heck? It says it all, like, I hear you loud <clears throat> and clear. Like, So I think, yeah, we're starting to see the hex. Mm-hmm. And which is, it's like this tug of war, like... I just really think Wanda's being manipulated in her mind. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But, yeah, it's, like, we're starting to notice a lot of more, like, different parts, like, little pieces here and there of, like, I don't know, like, what the town has to do with it, but I think, like you said, like, there's a different power at it influencing it all. So, so then they, um, so they, they're watching the sitcom in this part, um, and so as Jimmy's making, like, the map... He makes it of the people, but then he starts, like, listing down questions. And he's, like, asking the same questions we are. So it's, like, is Vision dead? Um, is, like, and, like, the site is, like, is it is it the scrolls? And then um, he asks, like, why are all the hexagons? So he's asking all the questions, like, we're really, <laughs> like, question questioning, too, which is kind of funny. Because it's also, yeah, because we've been, like, what the heck do the hexagons mean? Like, this, this the town is literally in the shape of a hexagon. Like, exactly. So it's like, why? And just, like, a lot of different questions that we're asking, like, they're asking, which is nice, because, like, we're all on the same page now. (laughs) We're all trying to figure everything out together. We're all like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, he knows this is an issue. Like, what the heck with the hexagons? Like, Jimmy's got it. (laughs) So they're watching the TV, and they see Monica, and she's reading, like, a newspaper from, like, footage that we haven't seen yet. But you see in the backgrounds Agnes and Wanda talking, but in the front you see, in like the foreground, we see Monica and she's reading a newspaper. And this is where they start questioning, like, does she know or is she just playing along? And so did you think, do you think she's playing along? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think to some degree she had a hold of how she ended up there because she wasn't a part of the original, mm-hmm. um, you know, creation, yeah. like mind control. So I think there has to be somewhat of her, like, because she asked the question about Petro. So yeah, I think she, which she shouldn't have to been to get more intel from her, but she went there. Yeah. <laughs> she did. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. to some degree she does. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Because it's kind of like that part in, like, the second episode where she doesn't know her name, but is it because she was trying to make one up on the spot? Or, you know, like, a lot of different elements to that, too. Like, is she... She's just trying to play along, which is scary, too. Imagine, like, jumping into, like, this reality and kind of having to play along to figure things out. Because, like, she... This is her job, like, S.W.O.R.D. Like, she's, like... She's trained to do a lot of these things. So, it's kind of, like, it's... She knows what she's doing, in a way. But, yeah, so... Yeah, I think she... for. She is probably just playing along, and then she didn't do it, cur- like, she didn't follow through, kind of, because she kind of killed it in the middle. I'm going to put a little, like, boop, tangent. Mm-hmm. It's a total random tangent, but I was watching Men mm-hmm. in Black today, and I didn't know that it was a Marvel comic. Um, But there was a part where, like, they mentioned the cats as being, like, alien. Mm-hmm. And then I remember in Captain Marvel... That was the funniest thing to me when the squirrel guy was like, like, so scared of the guy. He's like, that's not a cop. Mm-hmm. So I think <laughs> the whole plot twist is they're going to be the cats. <laughs> the cats? They're actually like the. Um, Forgot what he called them. 
It's like a, a flimber or something. It's like starts with an F. Or flirk. Is it a flirkin? A flirkin. A flirkin. <laughs> a flirkin, right? And he's like in the house and he freaks out. And the, the, the scroll dude sees a cat. He's like, why is that here? <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because you think, okay, maybe there's a lot of different creatures out there that are like this. And so we don't know. Yeah. And you know, cats people are like, have those crazy theories about cats like they're like the superior race i'm just like i never heard that really (laughs) there's this whole crazy conspiracy it was pretty old but that i think that was for sure conspiracy that like cats are the superior race and in ancient egypt they were treated as like you know deities so yeah but anyways but yeah that's i should look that up i didn't know about that that would make sense though ancient egypt and all that well cats are scary i don't know um so they watch the broad like the the tv show broadcasting and then um they so yeah so they see monica playing along and then they kind of get an idea of darcy's like maybe we can infiltrate a radio or something so we can try to get some like maybe we can interact with her through like satellite or something and so they they try they're going to try to do it. And so they go outside and they so they have Agent Wu like on a mic kind of like trying to infiltrate when she talks to Dottie during that that scene where we've seen where like they hear like um Wanda who's doing this to who's doing this to you who's doing this to you and it was it's like confirmation it was Jimmy Wu saying all that. And so they're going to they're going to do it. But right before they do it, they get a picture of the helicopter drone from um from one of the agents and they see like they see that the picture is actually black and white but the helicopter is in color and he thinks that like the agent colorized it or something and she's like no like we didn't touch it which is so interesting like what do you think about that like like with the blood being red too and like the drone it just reminds me of and i'm talking about like a hundred different movies but in the Hunger Games, what's always stuck with me, like the third one, Mockingjay, where BD's like, oh, there's always a glitch in the system. Mm. So I think it's a case of that, like there's always a glitch in the system. And why that glitch was to leave it colorized, um, I think we're going to find that out. I really had yeah. no, that one just hit me like random. Yeah. I do. What do you think? I don't know. Like maybe it's like, once you get, it, like, once you break that wall of, like, the what actual reality is, that's when it starts colorizing like that. Like, with the Whatever's blood, like, that's like real, real blood. Like, she really hurt herself. Color. That makes sense. Like, it's, like, it's all going on through real time and then the helicopter. But the helicopter changes. So the helicopter changes to, like, a 1960s version. Like, it gets its whole, like, design different. And but so does the like, beekeeper, right? Yeah, he turns into a beekeeper. And then the jump rope at the end. Yeah, which is weird. But, yeah, like, everything, like, once you, like, go into that reality, everything shifts. And it's so interesting. Like, how... That's so powerful. Yeah, I think that leans more on the spell of it side. Mm -hmm. More Mm -hmm. than her powers. That's why there's assistance. Because I think her powers, she has to be fully, like, mentally aware of the details if she's gonna be that detailed yeah you know you have to be constantly like mm-hmm. on everything and to be on that like i think that's where the the hex comes in mm-hmm. like whatever like comes other... in yeah mm-hmm. whatever comes in is gonna be from that era yeah that makes sense because it's like uh, that's way too much control for her to like maintain and if it is her control then we're just seeing the just how far her powers are expanding like the evolution of her powers and how dangerous she is how dangerous she's going to become like from seeing this episode too uh but yeah so they infiltrate the radio and then this is where darcy notices that like the the broadcast cuts to like to only the good things so it it cuts that part where dotty gets cut on the hand and, like, that whole part we've seen where she's, like, who are you? Or, like, asking questions. And so she, so Darcy notices that. And, like, this is weird. Like, she's cutting things out. But it's, like, who's cutting the broadcast? And 
it makes me feel like it might be Wanda because of that one scene with um, Vision last episode when he starts asking her questions as he goes on the couch and then she rewinds him. But it's like the whole broadcast, like maybe someone else is like controlling, editing it or something, you know? It makes you wonder. That's the thing. That's what I was trying to like get at because the whole edit with Dottie Mm -hmm. is like kind of like a public thing. Mm-hmm. And then the other two are in her home. Yeah. You know, up it's the setting. And why is it being broadcast? It's like, does she want someone to watch this? Mm. You know, it's... Yeah. Is this purposely being... She wants someone to see this? Is it like a distress signal? Yeah. Like, does she know it's because it's like a television show? Or is someone else doing that? But she's just created her own world. Like, it's it's two parts. For sure, it's not all her. For sure, it's, I don't know, Agnes, Mephisto, a demon, like, a bigger villain. Like, someone, over, like, it, it's like a, it's like a Russian doll. Like, it's Wanda in here, and then it's like the bigger, it's a bigger baddie on the outside controlling it. And so we're gonna, like, see it all, like, unveil. But so they, so, so Darcy f- starts asking those questions. Like, someone's editing the, the broadcast. And then this is the, the next part is where we see, like, the beekeeper guy. Um, and so when Wanda sees him and she says no, but we never see what happens to him. <laughs> like, he doesn't show up back at the facility. Like, he's gone. <laughs> so, like, the like, the bee guy, like, where did he go? He got, like, she says no, and then he doesn't show up at the facility. We don't get, like, an alarm, like, when we get when Monica comes back. Um, people were saying, though, too, like, maybe he then gets put in back into that society like he gets plugged in and then he's all brainwashed or whatever i think so someone said, someone said that they thought he was the ice cream man from like the intro for that episode the 70s episode i didn't I really even see his face really yeah and so that's i don't really understand if that's him but maybe he just gets plugged into like that universe then like he's not coming back he just becomes like part of it um which is kind of scary though like did she I don't know, like, what, she could have killed him, but maybe she just, like, put him in somewhere. Put him in a house somewhere. Like, go figure it out. (laughs) And then they, um, so they're watching the broadcast, and they see that part where Wanda, where Monica brings up Ultron to Wanda. And they kind of look, Jimmy and Darcy look at each other, and they're like, did she just mention something from our reality? Like, our universe? Like, has that happened before? And she says, no, like, she, this is the first time someone's brought up, like, the real world into that. And then they, so what they're seeing is Wanda asking Monica, where did you, like, who told you that? Or, like, where are you from? Something like that. Just one question. And then it cuts to the end of, like, the show where Wanda and Vision are sitting down with the babies watching TV. And, like, that's the confirmation that someone's editing this broadcast. And it's just, like, terrifying, because, like, as you're watching it, too, you're missing all of that, which is, like, so scary, because, like, um... Which part? The ending? Um, the part where, like, they're watching the TV, and they see Monica asking Wanda about Ultron, but then in that edit, they're watching on, the on like, the TV, it cuts all of that, what happened to her. Yeah, it didn't show what we saw. They saw, like, mm-hmm. what would actually be the sitcom again the editing that's where it makes me start to think like i didn't even think about this till we started talking about it right now is like somebody or something wants it to be broadcast and like shown i think it's some sort of distress signal in a way that's trying to like it may be wanda kind of like emitting like outsmarting whatever is hexing her to be like, hey, this is what's going on, and eventually, like, she'll know that they would catch on. That's what I kind of feel. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would make sense. A distress signal. Because it could be, again, like, she's trapped. Whatever got her in this world, she's trapped, too. Mm-hmm. And I think she's just doing everything she can to kind of, in a sense, make it comfortable. Like, I don't think yeah. Wanda's actually a villain. I think this is what's making her a villain. And it's some psychological warfare. They're just like whoever it is, Mephisto or Agnes is really messing her up. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and um, so from like the POV from us, 
they, during that scene, like, they, it cuts to the credits, and they don't see it happen to Monica, and they're asking, like, what happened to Monica, and then that's where they get, the, they hear the alarm, because that's, that's the moment where she gets, like, thrown through all that into, back into re- the real world, and people are also noticing that she breaks through four walls, which is kind of funny, like, interesting, like, she's breaking the fourth wall, you know, like, of that reality, and she's, She's getting, um, she gets, like, yeah, kind of, like, pushed through all of that all the way to the ground. And so you can see the, like, the the red energy still kind of surrounding her for a second when she hits the ground. And we, so Agent Moo and Darcy go up to her and they're like, Monica, are you right, Monica? And her clothes stay the same. So her, like, costume doesn't, like, magically change to, like, modern times. It's her. So it kind of makes you think, like, what comes in, like, that remains like that stays the same when you come out it's different when you go in first the sheet like like the Westview you change but whatever changes happen they say like they stay the same in reality so that's why I think the kids are real and Vision might be still alive somehow and I think we'll eventually find out how Vision is alive for sure because mm-hmm. I need to know yeah that's what i need to know that's what i care about but it all i don't know like it just occurred to me like what if because she mentioned ultron and petrol do you think she in a sense protected monica and Mm. brought took her out because whatever else is in there with her like doesn't want to hurt her yeah she just like yeah she obviously knows like damn this person's like in real time like I didn't. It could be that too. She was. She was. I could very, say that. Like pissed. she. It's kind of like. Yeah, but she's protecting her. Like I'm gonna get you out of here before like they kill you or something. Like I can see that Agnes also being like. Agnes like, was already conspiring against her. Yeah, Agnes she's was like she has no home. Like get her out of here. We're saying the same thing. Like she's like Agnes is like she doesn't like her. She doesn't want her there, and I think she's worried that she's gonna expose some stuff, which she was going to. <laughs> So, I think this is going to mess with... I feel like Agnes has been very, like, si- net, like side-by-side side with Wanda and influencing her, just like Agatha did in the comics. And so, Monica kind of breaking that that kind of world with her, like, breaking it back to reality is kind of scaring Agnes, because she's like, shoot, like, no, we need to keep you in this still. Like, you're not ready. Who? Keep who in? Monica? Um, no, keep, um, Agnes wants to keep Wanda in that false reality as long as she can. Because I think she's, she's obviously wants the kids, you know? Like, that's my theory. Like, they're, they're trying to get the kids. That's the end game for them. Because they're going to be super powerful. So, okay, there you go. There, I mean, we always knew it was, like, Mephisto and Agnes. But, yeah, they want the kids. I think Agnes, she's a witch for sure. She did something to where Vision is alive temporarily to, Mm -hmm. you know, impregnate Miss Wanda. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think she's just helping her maintain this reality so she can raise the kids, so she can give them power. She wants something from this. She needed this, yeah. And I think somehow, because nobody's stronger than Wanda to manipulate her Mm -hmm. mind. So Mm -hmm. it it is a hex. And I think she really protected Monica in this. Why was Agnes in- instigating? I really have a neighbor like Agnes. She was totally instigating. <laughs> Saying stuff. You know, when she felt threatened. And when she mentioned mm-hmm. the U word. She was like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I feel like Wanda kind of. But then again, I say these guesses. And then like the next episode comes out. And I'm just like. It changes a lot. It, it's like every time we think it's something and then it's like a whole different thing or it's completely on the nose. So it's like you never know. And it's like Marvel obviously knows we're, we're thinking it's House of M influences. It's like it's Agatha, Agnes, Mephisto. So maybe they're going to go for, for a whole nother like turn because so we don't expect it. And so I don't know, but it's it gets crazy. So let's talk about this crazy scene. So... She's on the ground, uh, Monica's on the ground, and, like, they're looking at her, and then she's, like, it's, she says, it's Wanda, it's all Wanda, and she's, like, kind of scared, she's just, like, like, she's, she's got blasted through, <laughs> like, she's on the ground, 
Well, if you think about it, right before that part, Wanda's telling her, she's like, you're not my neighbor, and you're not my friend. You're not my friend. And then Mm -hmm. that's literally, and I think metaphorically, she breaks the fourth wall, and that's why I think she protected her. Yeah, like, she's powerful enough, or she's just powerful enough to be, like, under a spell, too. I don't know. Only, like, I was gonna say, the only way Vision could come back is through magic. Like, yeah, that is pure de- magic. It's demonic voodoo that did that. Hence the song at the end. Yeah, exactly. It has to be magic. Yeah, no, the song is just, like, right on point. Jeez. Um, so when, when it's like, when she says it's Wanda, it's all Wanda, then we get that full scene of what actually happens. And, um, she just like, I was kind of scared of Wanda in this point where she's like, you're not my friend. And she's like, you see her hands like twisting her magic. Like her fingers are kind of like contorting a little bit. And she's like, you're not my neighbor, you're not my friend, and I want you to leave. And then Monica's kind of like, uh, like Wanda, Wanda. And then she just like throws her through. But then after she does that, she kind of looks at what she did, and she's kind of in shock. I don't think she's ever seen, for someone, I think she knows that that's someone who she, like, kind of, like, kind of cares about, too. And, like, oh my gosh, I just did this to a human person, like. The writer's part in them, where they wanted us to believe when she's like, you're not my friend, you're not, I think they wanted us to think that, and then she quite literally, metaphorically, broke the fourth wall. And when you do that, you're in, like, our reality. And the reality is they work together. They're on the same team. I can see that. Yeah. And, I mean, how else would they get that information of what's going on if, like, she didn't leave? Because then they wouldn't have gotten any progress. Like, they're going to send more people in here and they're going to be trapped. (laughs) Like the bee guy. But then, um... So, I know, I feel bad for the guy. And so... That's where, yeah, we see her, and it's it's interesting, because she sees, like, the effects of what she's done, and you can tell in her eyes, like, oh, like, this is, I didn't really mean, because she's, like, she kind of whispers and trembles, she's like, I, I, and you can see, like, mate, she didn't really mean to do that fully, or she just was, like, shocked about the pow- like the amount of power she has in that moment, and then after her babies are crying, and so she goes to the babies, looking at them, and then this is that scene where Vision comes in, he's like, Wanda, where's Geraldine? And she's like, oh, like, he's, she left, honey, like, she had to go home, like, immediately or something. And then she looks at him and turns, and that's where you see his, like, dead version. <laughs> it's so scary. It's just terrifying, because it's, it's like, not, it's like I, his I, eyes I are grayed out completely. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, or you have seen it, you're like, it's not even scary. It was scary in the <laughs> sense that emotionally, that like tugged every emotional string in my body like that was very Mm -hmm. traumatic it just I think that was so she was in such distress that she couldn't even keep up with keeping him alive so that's what we we got a sense of what she's dealing with mentally like she has to deal with a corpse yeah and it's like so then it makes you think like okay is Wanda dragging a dead body like did she get his body from that's the end that part in um infinity war like his dead body where thanos took his like the mind stone out of his brain did she get his body from that place like create this fake world and like manifested him to be like she's imagining the whole thing like she's controlling him uh or like he's just he's like a voodoo doll too (laughs) like she's doing whatever he wants whatever she needs him to be you know which is also like terrifying like that like it's necrophiliac. Like, this is this is some, like, Jeffrey Dahmer thing stuff. It is intense. It's really, like, to think about it deeply, like, okay, like, is she dragging around this poor guy's dead body? Or is she using her magic and that magic's going to actually revive him into becoming alive again? And so, because if we think about it from the snap, Captain put, Cap, Captain American put back all the stones back. So technically all the stones are still there. And so what if she decides to bring back the stone and bring him back to life? I just feel like I that's kind of like the route I'm going towards. Like, I'm thinking that Vision's going to stay alive. I think so, too. He's too important. He yeah, and I think, like, this whole thing is, like, especially this episode is, like, telling us he's dead. He's dead. 
But wouldn't that just be the twist for him to actually be manifested into complete, like, like complete, a complete person, kind of? Because that's what happens in, like, magic, from what mm-hmm. I know. And manifestation, like, you manifest something and it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think, again, something had to fill in the part where he comes back alive. And I think that's magic. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think so, too. Like, she has mad, like, she has magic, but I think, like, yeah, because I saw that, I saw, like, a, a sneak peek for next week's episode, and it's been, like, in the, all the trailers, though, there's this part where Vision's trying to get through the shield, um, but it doesn't look like he, like, I feel like if he left that, like, reality, he would have been, like, dead on the ground right away, right? Like, I feel like, because you don't really see him fall, he's just, like, on his knees, I think we're gonna see him already be alive in the next couple episodes. And then you're kind of like, shoot, then, like, what's gonna happen to the rest of the timeline? <laughs> That's gonna mess everything up. Which is going to lead to Doctor Strange, probably, because all of reality is all messed up. <laughs> and let me tell you, that movie's gonna be so good. Yeah, I'm so excited for it. But that scene, um, Dead Vision, though, is just... Mm. I just will never stop talking about it, because it's so scary. And then after, she, like, looks away... And looks back at him, and he's full of color again. And he's kind of like, what's wrong? Like, imagine, like, not knowing. <laughs> like, he has no idea. <laughs> that he's like, that's how he looks like that. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Like, like, oh, you just look dead like you actually are. <laughs> like, what is she going to say? Oh, you're my dead. God, you're ugly. I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're so gray. Oh, my God. Um. But yeah, and then he he kind of tells her because he's Vision's been like through each episode realizing little things, and Monica's not. Inc- I mean, um, Wanda's not encouraging any of it. We've seen her be very short with him when it comes to like him asking about like what's going on here, like something's not right. And then so he goes up to her, and this is after his co- weird conversation with Agnes and Herb, and she's like, he he tells her like we don't have to stay here, like we can leave, like we let's go, like let's leave, and she's. And she's like, this is our home. She says, this is our home, and I have everything under control. And so that line makes you think, okay, she's controlling some, most of it, or half of it, or all of it, but, like, she has some control of what's going on. Like, she's kicking people out, she's keeping people in, she's cutting people off. Like, she's controlling a lot of it to maintain that false reality. And I think that was a confirmation that she has a big hand in this. So, uh, towards the end, they... They go to they go to the couch like the end of that last week's episode, and they're on the couch and they're just like let's watch TV and then Voodoo Child plays of course such a perfect song for it and um it, like if you're as you're watching this there's a lot of moments I've been rewatching the episodes where Vision's looking directly at the camera, and I think Vision understands what's going on. And it's, I feel like he's going to start giving hints to whoever's watching. <laughs> like, I, I think Vision's going to be the one to, like, break that wall. Yeah, he's going to restore the balance mm-hmm. in that town, for sure. And I think we see that in one of the trailers, too. You see him, like, touch Agnes, and she's just like, <gasps> am I dead? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, he's a computer. So I think, in a sense... And that's what's that's what's different about him though, because he he know he will definitely know what reality is reality in real time. But also I think he understands that he has to play along in order to kind of survive this little It's kind of a game for now. But then I think uh next few episodes he's going to start like infiltrating and like getting to the bottom of it. Like, he's so smart. She's powerful, but he's, like, the smartest being. <laughs> so, um, and so, yeah, so at the end of that, when he's looking at the, ca- like, when he's looking at the TV, like, so he he's sitting down with Wanda, and he gets the remote, and he's watching TV, and he looks at Wanda, but then there's, I don't, you have to, like, go back and watch it, but he starts looking around nervously. Like, his eyes aren't directly at the TV, like, he kind of looks around, like, left to right. Like, he knows something's off. You can get that from his, like, nonverbals. But then when he's looking at the TV, it kind of looks like he's looking at us. And I've rewatched it a few times because I, I think that he's looking at us. And 
which is interesting. And I thought, okay, using Voodoo Child is perfect. And I wrote down this part of the lyrics. Well, he says, well, I pick up all the pieces and make an island. So it's basically like what she did. She took all the pieces of what she wanted and created her own world. And I'm like, this song is perfectly like telling us what like Wanda's just controlling a lot of different parts and making it into what she wants it to be. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. But such a good song choice. Like it kind of gave me goosebumps. <laughs> did. My sister mm-hmm. watched and she's like, who's that? What's that song? I like Jimi Hendrix. I like him. Yeah. He's cool. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, like, so surprising. Like, that's such a dark scene for, like, Marvel. And I think it's it's going to, like, get us ready for Sam Raimi, who's directing the Doctor Strange movie. Because he's on Evil Dead. He's he's done a lot of horror. And he's done the original Spider-Man movie. So I think he knows a lot of good elements of horror. And I think it's going to be, like, it's going to be like that. Did he direct this episode? Um, no. But he's directing the whole Doctor Strange movie, but I feel like that kind of elements of, like, horror and stuff, they're gonna be important. Yeah, if it, anything is this episode, it's freaking zombie vibes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wasn't ready at all. Like, the beginning? Oh, yeah. anxiety. Yeah. I, like, the second time I watched it, I looked away during that part. I looked down. I was like, I'm not ready to look at that again. <laughs> It's so scary. Um, but yeah. It. Yeah, it's too much. It's just really intense. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of the episode. It's a lot. It's really intense. I know we're on an hour here. Um, but uh, do you have like a few more observations or like questions or what do you think is going to go on the next few episodes? Um, I mean, I think I, throughout us talking, I kind of mentioned it. Um. I like my little theory, but again, every time I guess anything, it's always wrong. It's so <laughs> annoying, but subconsciously, I think Wanda, I don't know, kind of sent out that distress signal through the broadcasting, mm. or maybe Vision is broadcasting it, because mm. why is it being broadcast like a sitcom? Yeah. You know, I think it's just a glitch in the system, like, somehow. That was really intelligent. Um... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so we're just. Sense. I think Vision's gonna start taking control in these next few mm-hmm. episodes, and we're gonna see that. And we're gonna, or they're probably gonna work together, Vision and Sword. Yeah, he's gonna try to get like a signal out there, because I, I think with my theory, um, like where I'm at right now, I think Wanda. Like I'm, I'm convinced that Wanda's going to be like the major threat in the Doctor Strange movie. I think, like, she's going to take this out of control. Like, she's going to freak out, like, what happened. Like, maybe Mephisto shows up and he takes his her kids, like, the comics, and that messes her up even more. That's exactly what this town is, is doing. Yeah. And, like, so I feel like maybe she's just going to, like, lose it. And, like, that whole radiation part is just going to throw everyone out there. And what, what if that radiation causes mutants? Like, that's going to bleed into that, too. Yeah, because that's yeah. what they're planning to. They're they're starting to, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like ooh. more, know, more obsession. Of everything. Yeah, deeper hole of everything, which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's like my theory is kind of like okay, maybe the radiation's going to like widen and then let there be mutants. But then at the same time, Wanda's gonna get her kids taken away from her from Mephisto. And then she's going to be a freaking wreck like House of M and just start going bad, sideways, whatever. And then I think she's going to be the bad one in, um, in I don't know, Doctor Strange. But I hope it's a different way because I want her to be happy. <laughs> I really want her to be happy. Like, she's gone through a lot. <laughs> Are they preparing for, like, the new generation of Marvel? Yeah, and so that's also why I think her kids could be part of the Young Avengers. Because in the comics, they're part of the Young Avengers, too. And so it'll be interesting. And I hope that, I feel like if she revived Vision, that Pietro comes back in some form. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think we're, we're the next two, the next, tomorrow, next week's episodes for sure going to be way more intense than this one. And we're going to see a lot of new things, which is crazy because I feel like a the- our theories change every week, like you said. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> we're like zero for one, <laughs> I feel like. I know, I we're beat right now, but we're it's going okay. through this with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, so, I think, yeah, that's pretty much like what I was thinking about it too. Like, she's... She, I don't know, I just feel like every time I see her at the end of each episode, she's getting more, like, off-putting. More Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor, I just, it's so, I'm telling you, Marvel, not, like, people may think, like, that's what I used to think, like, Marvel, superheroes, mm-hmm. and then I finally had the time to watch everything, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. This is really, they're great filmmakers, great mm-hmm. directors, the writing is phenomenal, and I think with WandaVision... Wow, they really... Like, yeah. They stepped up the game and, like, in storytelling and, like, we haven't never seen anything like this, so it's going to be so cool to see how it ends up. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I'm scared, but excited. I'm excited to see more Agnes. I feel like we're going to get more, more of, like, just more scenes with her. I feel like we haven't really. She's been kind of in the background a little bit, but I think she's going to start getting worried and coming up more. <laughs> Any last things? Um, no. no, I'm all WandaVisioned emotionally Yeah, out. <laughs> Me too. Until, I guess until, yeah, I, I guess until next week then we'll get a reset of our emotions. <laughs> and we'll talk about next week. I meant like a cleanse, a WandaVision cleanse. And then we'll be back. Um, thank you guys for listening. I hope that you're as excited as we are and have as many theories and questions as we do. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening. I hope that you guys are enjoying these episodes. And thanks to Alex for being the co-host and all of these. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, everyone. See you later. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.